0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Mindful Manager Podcast. My name is Art Burns. I'm here, I'm your host, and I am really excited to be here to talk to you about mindfulness practices and the wonderful benefits that mindfulness practices can bring you in your life. Most notably here, we talk about stress reduction. And the reason for this is that a full 77% of American adults today live with chronic stress. Okay, That's according to the American Institute of Stress. And that is a staggering number. That means that out of every 10 people, almost eight of them are living in chronic stress. And this is a, uh, you know, I mean, this was a pandemic before coronavirus, you know, and this is a really, really serious issue. Stress response, as I've talked about here a lot, uh, especially chronic stress, you know, is it just eats away and deteriorates your health, your your physical health, your emotional health, and your mental health. And and it does so in a very insidious way and, and in a way that, you know, as I talked to, uh, I actually earlier today, I gave a um, a little um, virtual uh, career day to a uh, speech to a few, a uh, presentation, I should say, to a, um, a bunch of high school students. And I told them that you know, the unfortunate, the scary thing about stress is that most of us feel like it's normal, right? Like we just figure like, okay, this is just part of life. Nothing I can do with it. Nothing I can do about it. I just need to get through it. I just need to deal with it, you know? And that's what I mean by insidious because we, we aren't even paying attention. We aren't even giving credit to this this silent killer, which is what it is, right? And So that's why here uh, on this podcast, I talk about stress reduction because this is probably the most powerful thing we can do for ourselves, okay? Not only, again, not only is it absolutely vital to our health, but it's also vital to our success, right? I mean, I called this this podcast The Mindful Manager because I'm really trying to reach out to the people who are in the same position that I used to be when, you know, 10 years ago when I was uh, a, an advertising executive and I was struggling so mightily with stress. But again, I didn't even think I was struggling with, with uh, stress. As I told these kids today, you know, if you looked at me from the outside, I had the nice clothes, I had the nice car, I had the nice watch, I had the you know beautiful girlfriend I had the great house or apartment at the time I you know I was a guy who looked like I had it all together you know and and inside though I was literally killing myself because of the stress or the stress itself was killing me uh slowly but surely and I am sure as I told those kids today I'm 51 years old now I am sure that if I didn't turn things around with the, the same practices that I talk about here on this podcast, I am absolutely sure that I would have by now, uh, by yeah, before now, had a heart attack and, and more, very, very likely would not even be alive today to have this podcast, you know, to talk about this stuff, right? So that's how serious this is. And that's why I do what I do. Um, so let's talk about stress again, okay? Let, let's just really, you know, define what is happening, not not. To define what's happening with stress. I talk about that a lot. It's the blood pressure. It's the heart rate. It's the, um, the digestive system. It's the respiratory system. It's the immune system. It's the uh, reproductive system, the lymphatic system. Every system in your body is affected on some way. Your memory is affected. Your executive thought process is, is, um, is affected. Every last uh, you know, uh, system in your body is affected uh, by stress because what happens in stress is you're trying to survive. You know, your body is trying to survive something. And as I told these kids today, there is absolutely no difference in the stress response in your body when you're sitting there worried about a project at work or worried about your, you know, next month's bills or what have you. There's no difference in the stress in your body at that point and the stress in the body of a zebra as she flees from a, a hungry lion. There is no difference, okay? Your body is reacting the same way that that... Uh, that zebra is is uh, is reacting as well here's the major difference <laughs> the zebra is going to is going to either, you know, either get eaten by the lion within a few minutes, or it's going to be lucky enough to not be eaten by the lion. It's going to escape. But either way, the threat is going to be over within a few minutes. And after that, the zebra might never in her lifetime see another lion, right? Certainly not going to see one the next day, right? <laughs> That's pretty much for sure, right? And, and the problem with us is that our stress happens every single day right? A chronic stress means that you're getting into the stress response every single day over prolonged periods of time. And that's what 77% of American adults do. So what makes our stress different from the, the, the stress of the zebra, right? The stress of and I'm going to tell you, it's very, very simple. It's a matter of presence, okay? The zebra is, is afraid of a lion that is right here, right now, about to eat her. Okay, there's no ands, ifs, or buts. There's no, it's like the lion is right there. The lion's running across this field and she is, he or she is trying to kill me so that he or she can eat me. That's what the zebra is dealing with, right? So therefore the zebra has one, chance, one choice and one choice only, and that is to run her tail off to try to get away from that that lion, right? We, however, you know, most people in in modern society, you know, fortunately most people in modern society, way more than 77% of us, um, never experience mortal threat in our life. You know, sure, some of us might get into car accidents. Some of us might, you know, there are victims of violent crime. And certainly there is a portion of society, and, and you'll see this in, in, uh, in, you know, in sort of impoverished areas of this country. You'll see that the, uh, the stress rate is way through the roof, right? It's like almost 100% because there's people who like the zebra walking home after school. There's children who don't know if they're going to get killed or not, you know, and that does exist in this world but for the vast majority of us okay and for I would I would venture to guess the vast majority of people listening to this podcast who have you know jobs in corporations and and live in in secure homes this is not the case right we do not worry about this right doesn't mean it's never going to happen to you but chances are you will live your entire life without ever having to worry about a life or death situation right and thankfully i mean it's, that's something to be very uh grateful for you know um and so and so the, the, so the, what I like to ask people when I give people presentations in, um, you know, in, in person, right? I, I, I ask people you know, when we're sitting in their office space, for instance, I say, I say, do we trust that this roof over our heads is going to stay up there? How, how many people in the group here thought that this roof was going to cave in today? Of course, nobody says anything. You know, of course not. Why would you? Right? Um, do you feel that the, the floor beneath you is going to cave in and, and, and the earth is going to swallow you? No, of course not, right? And, and so, and I, I think I might have said this on yesterday's podcast now that I'm thinking about it, but, but this is what I, I talk about with these people because the idea is that, um, is that, you know, those are present threats, right? Do you believe that, that a marauding band of, of bandits is going to ride into this this office space on motorcycles and, and, and you know, and literally pillage us and, and kill half of us and steal everything we have? Do we, do we think that's going to happen right now? you know put your hands up anybody who who thinks that put your hands up of course no hands go up right and that's what i mean okay we do not fear for our immediate safety right not one single person in the room would fear for their immediate safety and however seven out of every 10 of you almost eight out of every 10 of you has chronic stress every single day you're doing the same thing as the zebra does who who thinks that she's going to get eaten by that lion you know so so, what's the difference right? The difference again is that your your stress is coming from a thought process that is you know that is based on on fear but not the fear of a, of an immediate threat, but the fear of a future. Or it could be the past, right? It could be something that you're, shameful, you know, you're ashamed of from the past or you're, you're regretful. That can also cause the same thing, but that's the same kind of fear, right? But the point is that it's either in the past or it's in the future. It is not something right now. Right now, I mean, sure, you might have some stress for your job, like you got to get a, uh, you know, a deadline is happening today, and if you don't get something done, then it's going to be a, a problem. But again, isn't that also a, a future thing? Right, you're worried about the deadline passing and not getting it done. So, so what is that? That's the future, right? And so, so that's why mindfulness works so well to reduce stress in our bodies, right? Because if, you know, because again, like that, che- that the, uh, the uh, zebra, it's funny, I usually use cheetah, but today for some reason with these kids, I was using zebra. Um, but like the zebra, right, when, when that zebra escapes the lion, if it's lucky enough to do so, right? What happens to that zebra is it goes from the fight or flight response, which is the, the run like heck, you know, you know, stress response in survival mode. It goes from that fight or flight into what's called rest and digest, right? Which is a, another word for the parasympathetic nervous system, right? You have the sympathetic nervous system, which is the, the accelerator of the body. And then you have the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the brakes of the body, okay? It brings everything back down. So the zebra will go off, will find a nice shade Spot will will you know? We'll munch on a little grass. We'll go to a stream and drink a little trickle of water, and 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 she will will come down from her state of hyperarousal, right? That's what our what that's what our bodies are supposed to do after the stress response, right? And so so you know so again, she is being present, right? She is not worried about what happens if the lion comes back tomorrow. She's not worried about what happens next week if a lion comes back. She's not considering, well, what about the cheetahs? We we've talked about lions all day, but what about cheetahs? They're around here too. You know, she's not thinking about that. She's just thinking about right now. So after the, the whole chase from the lion, now you know what her first thought is? Probably go get some food. You know, like that's what I need to do now. I just need to eat and I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to look over my shoulder every five seconds to see if there's another lion coming. I'm going to, you know, if I see another lion, I'm going to go into the stress response and do the same thing I did here, but I'm not going to obsess about it. And that's the difference between what we do and what the the zebra does, right? And so, and again, that's why um, uh, the mindfulness practices help so much with the stress response, right? Because if there is no present threat, then there is no stress response. Right, and and that's when we're if we're able to get into the uh, into the present moment. That is right. So so what I'm saying basically is that it all relies on being in the present moment, right? Fully embodied in the present moment, and the way to do that is to align your your mind with your body. Okay, because your body is always where it is. It's always in the present moment, right? Your body can't be in the future or in the past and in the present at the same time quantum theory aside to the point right i mean i'm not talking about theoretical kind of stuff i'm talking about you know as far as your consciousness is concerned right like you you know that your body is sitting where it's sitting right now listening to my voice right it can't be anywhere else it is right here right but your mind can go millions of miles away millions of years millions of miles millions of whatever it can go there and it does often go there right and so so what we do with mindfulness and which i've been talking about this whole week is when we're when when we're examining the sensations of our body, we're ex- we're paying attention and bringing awareness to the sensations of our body, the emotions that happen in our body, the thoughts that pass through our mind, as well as the breath and the five senses. Right when we when we can bring awareness and pay attention to any one of those five things that i named right the sensations in our body the uh emotions of our body the thoughts in our mind the uh breath coming in and out of our body or the five external senses right if we could bring our awareness and pay attention to any one of those five things then we are automatically coming into the present moment we're bringing our mind into our body and we are aligning our mind with our body in the present moment. And when we can do that, unless there is a lion coming to chase us or unless there's a Harley Davidson plowing down our office corridor to, to come and kidnap us or, or there's a, a, a roof about to cave in over us, unless one of those types of things happen, then we're not going to feel the stress response. And that is the way we're supposed to live, okay? It's called homeostasis. It's the growth state of your body, right? And in that growth state, that's when your your cells are replicating themselves and dividing and, and growing. That's when your uh, blood is, instead of being, uh, you know, Pushed out with your high blood pressure and your increased heart rate being pushed out into the big muscles of your body, your your blood stays in what they call the viscera, right? Which is that center of your body. And when all that blood is in the viscera where it belongs, you know, you're you're able to, you know, you're able to function like a beautiful, amazing specimen that is optimized for, for success on any level. And that's the whole point here, folks. And that's why it all comes again back down. Down to presence, right? That's what it's all about. It's all about being in the present moment. All right, folks. Well, it's been a great week here. I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I know I have, and, um, and I look forward to sharing some more uh, with you next week. So if you, uh, if you have any questions about any of what I've talked about this week or anything at all, really, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out, okay? You can get me via email art at artburnscoaching.com. I'd be more than happy to hear from you either via email or you can go to my website and book a call with me. Uh, that's going to um, uh, artburnscoaching.com and just follow the links for the, uh, the free phone consultation. It is absolutely free and it is a phone consultation. We'll get on the phone with each other or via Zoom uh, video conference and we can chat about whatever it is you want to chat about, including uh, if you're interested, we can talk about uh, getting you into one of my coaching programs so that I can help teach you and I can help coach you into the habits of these mindfulness practices that can serve you in so many different ways. Okay, as I told these kids today, a coach does three really important things. A coach provides... uh, uh, education, right? Like, just like a soccer coach, like I told these kids, you know, your soccer coach, your basketball coach, or track and field coach, you know, they, they will teach you the various drills that you need to understand, and they will teach you how to, you know, how to line up for a corner kick, or how to uh, pick and roll, or how to hand off a baton properly, you know, and um, so, so I provide, I provide instruction, but I also provide um, motivation, right? Which a coach does too. He tells you, he or she tells you what, you know, why we're playing, what it means to win, what all that kind of stuff, the values and all that kind of stuff. And then I provide accountability, which is another thing that your coach does, right? After your game, you go to the coach and you're going to answer to that coach. You know, the coach is going to say, hey, you know, in that second half there, you did this thing. Do you remember that? That's what we got to work on today because that was why, one of the reasons why we lost. I do it a little differently. Of course, we're not talking about drills, and games and stuff. But what I do is week to week, I help you to, to keep track of what you're going through and to, and to, you know, a lot of times with people, you know, it, it's very, very common for people to have ups and downs with mindfulness practices. You know, you, you get out of the gate and you're like a, a house on fire. And then, you know, three weeks later, it's like there's a big dip you know, and so I'm there to catch you at that dip because of the accountability. And then I can raise you back up and I can say, okay, let's just get you back on track. Let's scrap these three exercises you've been doing. Let's try just doing this one for the next couple of weeks. And I get you back on track and, and through that accountability and the motivation and the teaching, I am able to keep you on track until you form these things as habits, which only takes about four to six weeks. And so if you're interested in any of that, to talk about it more, please feel free to, to book the call, okay? But that's not the only reason to book the call. Really, we could talk about anything you want. All right, everybody, thanks a lot. I'm going to sign off and uh, relax after a very long week. And I, I wish you the best, and I, I wish you well, and uh, I hope you're doing well wherever you are. I hope you're coping with all this uh, COVID and coronavirus, and, um, and I hope that you're staying present and staying free from stress. Thank you for listening, and take care.